Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Barpath Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have a Q&A podcast. All right, so we have three questions on our Q&A podcast. And if you want to ask us any questions, hit us up on our, or in our Facebook group, Stronger Than Your Boyfriend. You should join it while it's free. And or you can DM us on Instagram or email us if you're cool like that. Yes. All right. Cool. Okay. Question number one. My hips will often cramp up when benching. I try to do some mobility work beforehand, but any tips for mobility and strength for the hips to prevent this from happening? Okay. So this is a really good question. My question back to this person would be what exact mobility work are you doing for the hips and how often so if let's just say if if you're benching once per week and you're only doing hip mobility right before you go into your benching well I would say you probably need to up the frequency for that so if this is a problem and it keeps happening you probably just need more frequent mobility work for your hips in general so you know, it, it depends on the types of movements you're doing, but you can do some hip mobility work every single day, which will help strengthen, strengthen that area and just kind of open it up for your setup on the bench press. But you also need to think about strengthening the hip flexors as well. And this is what, this is the component of the hip work in general that I see that's often overlooked is strengthening the hip flexors because most people are afraid to strengthen them because they feel like their hip flexors are tight. So why would they strengthen them? Which you know, a lot of people still associate strength training with getting really tight, right? That's not the case. Your hip flexors, they're, they're muscles there and they need to be strengthened. So a couple videos, we can link to them, hip compression lifts. We have a whole video explaining this on YouTube. We'll link this in the show notes, but essentially, essentially you're just sitting with your legs straight on the floor and you're trying to lean down as much as you can. So lean your chest towards the floor as much as you can. And a good rule of thumb is to place your hands just past your knees. And then all you're going to do is try to lift one foot at a time. And you're probably going to find that if you haven't done this before, you might not be able to lift your foot super high, if at all. And over time, it will get a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And your hip will probably cramp. Your quad will, pro will probably cramp at first. And that's okay. Just kind of shake it off and move on. So this is a really good one. Again, we'll have the visual for you on that. But we all thought we, we have. So, I feel like should we loaded like, lunge stretch? Yeah, I was just going to go to that one. We have a lot of other ones. So the loaded lunge stretch. We can just link them. You don't need to explain them all. Yeah, but that's <laughs> a really good one too. It will really open up your hips, but it'll you'll really feel... A, an intense sensation in your hip flexors so you have to contract your hip flexors as you're stretching it too and we break it all down in that video but you're yeah in a lot of glute contracting as well so yeah so i think there are a couple things to address here too i mean yes hip mobility and hip flexor strength um but also your setup on the bench and you really do want to be able to use that leg drive and I like to think about improving my thoracic more mobility more than anything when I'm setting up on the bench, like, and if I'm trying to get, you know, a little more of an arch with them, which I'm assuming if your hip flexors are cramping, that's, you're probably, you've got like a little bit more of an arch than usual, but maybe not. I mean, you might just have really tight hips, but um, I try to work on thoracic ability or thoracic mobility as well. So you're not just arching your low back, right? Like you're arching your upper back and then like your hips are kind of almost in the same position where you can still get, um, that, that strength and that power in the leg drive, because you want your legs and hips and glutes to be on right when you're benching, like everything should be tensed up and you're holding this tension so that when you lower the bar and you press it off your chest and pat 
press it back toward the rack, you can use that leg drive, release that tension um, in your legs. So if your hips are cramping up before then, that's going to be really difficult. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I would also want to know how your feet are on the floor right. because maybe you just have really short legs and that's really yeah. not something you can control. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying, maybe you need to bench with your heels off the floor or versus with blocks under your feet. Yeah. I was going to say that you can too. actually do in a meet. If you're like a, if you're, if you're someone who's competing, I don't know if this person's competing or not, but if that's yeah. something you're worried about, you can put blocks under your feet. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. But and also, if you're not competing, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not competing, who, who really cares? Right. Because I would rather your feet be flat just so you can focus on that leg drive, but you know, heels up can work too. Some people find that it, mm -hmm. that works better for them. But another good tip I would give as far as like your priming or your warm up. you're saying you're doing some mobility work for the hips, but I would also throw in some like hip abduction work like to to activate the the glute medius muscles i feel like that would really help because you're going to have to stabilize and with your glutes on the bench but also mm. you're squeezing them really hard as a part of that leg drive so yeah. that could be part of the reason as to why it's cramping and just adding in some more of the like glute med work in general will strengthen the hips as well because yeah. it's you know the the hips are a really big area right so it's not just strengthening the hip flexors but you know the the smaller muscles at the you know top of your glutes will help too so um, I guess should we link some videos for that too? Oh gosh. Okay. We, yeah. We'll we link have all a couple, the videos. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to, we're not going to link our entire like playlist of videos, but we will link maybe like two for each of the, the, the hip flexors and the, the hip abduction stuff. So, all right. Cool. All right. Cool. Okay. Question number two, will the rowing machine make my shoulders and back broader? <laughs> Okay, so no one in our group asked this question. I saw this in another Facebook group, so I just want to put that out there. But I, I felt like I needed to grab it and put it on this Q&A because it's, <laughs> for lack of a better term or word, whatever, phrase, it's a really dumb question, but I don't wow. think it's this person's fault. That's not dumb. Okay, no it's not a dumb question. Dumb. All right, I take that back. <laughs> it's a not... Okay, this person is very ignorant to... Mm-hmm fitness that's say. why we're here that's why we're here <laughs> so it's not a dumb question so it's not a dumb question it's just again but it's not the person's fault anyways because i feel like the fitness industry has sold this weird image mm -hmm. to women because it was a woman who asked this so it's not a dumb question i apologize if you're listening to this you probably aren't but that's okay all right but if you're curious about it obviously it will not make your shoulders and back broader okay so it's a cardio equipment right the, the rowing machine is a piece of cardio you're doing cardio when you're rowing it's not the right stimulus to your body to tell it to build muscle right i will say there's maybe one small caveat like if you haven't been doing any anything and you start rowing on the rower machine you may gain a tad bit of muscle in your shoulders and back just because there is some stimulus happening over nothing at all but you literally will not gain muscle doing only cardio it's literally impossible you're not doing any strength training which tells your body to build muscle like it's not I, I don't understand this mindset and I feel like they're the people who ask these questions are thinking of elite athletes who yeah. have you know like you know like swimmers or rowers who have really broad backs but here's the thing with that they are not just rowing. They're doing some strength training right. because they need to. And also their genetics make them really good at their sport. Yeah. So to be a good rower, 
a person probably has a really wide and strong back and really big broad shoulders just mm-hmm. like swimmers that is part of what makes them a good swimmer so i just want to address that but if you're doing a piece of cardio equipment if you're on a piece of cardio equipment and you're not doing any strength training there's literally no way that your shoulders and back will get broader right so yeah i don't know i guess my question also would be why wouldn't you want big yeah, shoulders? That was, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean even if it's something like i mean we just like big shoulders anyway but even if it's something like oh you want this certain look that has been sold to you by the media well having a broader shoulders makes your waist appear smaller yeah. a lot of times so i don't understand why people don't want that but yeah women um, especially yeah well yeah sucks. that's who i'm thinking maybe probably asked this question i'm assuming it was but, a woman yeah. yeah so yeah i, I that was going to be the last little bit of this addressing this this question but yeah like you why don't you want muscle you're we i mean go back and listen to all of our podcasts like why muscle is the most important thing but yeah like and also you can't build your shoulders and back let's just say this person is doing rowing and they're doing a bunch of strength training with their back and their shoulders what does your diet look like you can't build muscle unless you're eating enough calories to do so and protein too so that's a huge thing and if you're I feel like this person is in the realm of the fitness space where they're probably doing cardio and not in eating very little calories. So there's, yeah, there's no way that you're yeah. just going to automatically gain this giant broad back and shoulders, which I think would be fucking awesome anyways. But I think we're yeah. assuming a lot with this question, unless you, you probably took this in context though, right? Like, you know, this person was asking specifically in the ways that you're talking about. Yeah. It was literally this question. Well, but this question on its own doesn't tell me that they don't want their shoulders and back to get broader. Oh, no, they didn't. Sorry. There was like a little bit more to this okay. question. I thought so. I but thought, no, they yeah. were afraid of the rower the, yeah. okay, making their thought. shoulders okay. and back broader. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I figured that was kind of implied with the way we're addressing it. So like why you wouldn't want it. But yeah, they were yeah. afraid that the rowing machine would make their gotcha. shoulders and back okay. broader. And maybe they were doing some strength training, too. So maybe there's like, oh, this is overkill. But no, it's not the right stimulus. And you're not just going to like gain this giant you know upper body without nice yeah it really would (laughs) it god if only it was that easy but yeah there's so many things to take into account there like it's especially as women it's so hard for us to build muscle like a lot of things have to line up and everything has to be almost perfect for that to happen so if that's not then yeah i don't know what to tell you so okay cool question three I started CrossFit and I'm experiencing low energy with my workouts. I'm getting enough protein, drinking enough water and eating carbs beforehand. Any tips? Don't do CrossFit. (laughs) And done. (laughs) Okay. Okay. What if they love it? Right. I know. Obviously, a lot of people love CrossFit, but I, in my opinion, in my expert opinion, CrossFit is not sustainable for most people and and it will not get the result, get you the results that you're looking for. CrossFit training is literally, it's too intense for most people, even if it's three of the workouts per week. But in my experience, and I have coached in a gym that it was CrossFit-esque, people are coming six days per week, Mm. minimum, I feel like, because I get it. Like the community is really cool. It's really fun to like show up with your friends at the same time every day and work out and like kick ass together. It's awesome. I would never tell anyone to stop doing that. But It's so intense for the average person who has all this other stress in their life and coming up, coming to a class for an hour where half of it is a Metcon, the metabolic conditioning, where it's just like burpees and box jumps and running and and snatches and all of this stuff. It's way too intense. So you if you if this is you and you want to continue doing CrossFit, then you need to probably up your calories even more and your carbs even more. 
And another thing to address the low energy is, okay, you, you're drinking enough water. I get it. But you need, you probably need some electrolytes because again, the CrossFit workouts are so intense and you're doing a lot of cardio slash conditioning. You probably need some electrolytes and no affiliation. I like the LMNT. It tastes really good and they're really clean ingredients. So just add that to your water and you'll probably feel a little bit better. But, and if you are going to stick with CrossFit, I would try to limit yourself to three workouts per week max. I would even say two. I mean, I think there are going to be some people that want to do CrossFit and they want to do it regularly. Well, I get that. That's like, why I'm giving these this yeah, advice. I but, think that they just need to eat more. Yeah. <laughs> like I you have to eat a lot more. I know. You have to pay attention to a lot of other things that are happening in your yeah. life. If that, if you want to be that person. Yeah. Like for instance, like I just started doing sort of like sort triathlon. of triathlon training. Okay. So yes. <laughs> randomly one randomly day she one was, day like, was like, oh yeah, I want to do a triathlon one day. I think I'll start training for that. Like Miss Powerlifter, former powerlifter over here is now like a cardio bunny. Yeah. So I'm now I swim twice a week and either bike or run twice a week. Uh, and then the other ones once a week. So I'm doing a lot of cardio and I have to eat more. Like, yeah, I'm hungrier for sure. I have to sleep a little bit more. I have to eat a little bit more. Like all that stuff has to be in check. And for me personally, a sprint triathlon or maybe like I don't know. One regular triathlon is like all I want to do. I don't want to do anything crazy like a Ironman or whatever. But I understand that some people like really want to do that stuff for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. And so it's kind of the same thing with CrossFit. Like I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast do CrossFit. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends do. Right. And I know you guys love it. And so I don't want you to feel like we're saying don't do it. Okay. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. But also a lot of people who listen to this podcast want to look a certain way. And right, I feel... But I don't get that from this question. No, I know. But I'm saying if this is you and you're not, you're you're not eating enough because you're like, no, I need to eat low calories to lose mm -hmm. body fat. That's not going to work. If you're right. doing CrossFit, you need to fuel yourself or else you are going to continue feeling like shit. You can probably, you can get away with lower cal calories doing less intense workouts every week. So you just have to figure out where you're at with that. I don't know all the ins and outs of, you know, where this person is at, right. but that's what I was getting at. Right. I'm just trying to give, think through all scenarios here. Like yeah. the, the scenario of don't do it. Like if you're the person who's just doing it because you need to work out and you hate it, like, okay, let's do something else. But if you love it, up your carbs, up your calories, add some electrolytes in make sure you're sleeping enough mm -hmm. and because these workouts are very intense right. and maybe moderate or the amount of days you're doing so maybe if you are that six day a week crossfit goer maybe scale it back to three and do some other maybe like lighter strength work or some more yoga or something on the off days just so you can have more recovery so you won't be so fatigued so yeah yeah okay cool Cool. I guess that's it. I feel like that was it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good cool. Talk. Well, if you like this podcast, please rate and review it. And if you have questions, like Katie said, ask them in our group or on the social needs. On the social needs at Bar Pet Fitness yep. on Instagram mostly. And yeah, strong on your wife and Facebook group. Yes. And share with all your cool friends. <laughs>